0: Like Kepa, he's a good... Exactly. He's a good goalkeeper. <laughs> 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 no, 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 Kepa no, bro, bro, I will, I will, leave, the, no, I will no. leave the video...
1: Hi guys and welcome back to another episode of the Flagged Off podcast. And again, today with me is Sashank, Narishan, and Gautam. Guys, it's going to be a long, long uh, road for us for the recording because the fixtures have been spread out over the whole week due to broadcasting reasons. And it's going to have a little bit of time delay when we get our episode out, but we'll do the best and we'll make sure we have good uh, episodes out for you. So I think it's been worth it waiting for 10 days since our last recording, because this week has been one of the most eventful game weeks it's had a lot of drama, good results, exciting games. And I think we should be excited to break this down. gautam how excited are you?
2: I'm super excited, bro. Let's get started.
1: <laughs> but why are you excited when your team failed to get a result?
0: <laughs> uh, Actually,
2: they did get a result. They got one point.
0: Ah, that's yeah, not a favorite I'm, glad. <laughs> I'm glad. Honestly, from the position we were in, I'm glad we got at least a point. So let's let's get started.
2: <laughs> okay, okay, okay.
0: Anyway, guys, so
1: let's get in. So this week has been a really eventful week. And I'd just like to highlight the results of the game week so far. So we had the opening game where West Brom hosted Chelsea. It was a 3-3 entertaining game. Crystal Palace lost at Ever- lost to Everton at home. Controversial decision. We'll get into that. And late kickoff for Saturday was Brighton versus United. I'm not going to talk much about it yet. We have a lot to discuss about it. West Ham pulled off a 4-0 against Wolves. City fell to Leicester. I think everybody is happy about it in the footballing field, but let's get into that later. Spurs drew against Newcastle. Sheffield poor continue sorry poor form continues in the season. And Burnley hosted Southampton. I think Burnley could have gotten a result being a home game, but failed to do again. Fulham versus Aston Villa. Villa have gotten three points with three goals. Nothing to say about Fulham there. And the champions Liverpool beat Arsenal 3-1. I think all of us hope that Arsenal would at least take a point off from Liverpool over there. But that did not happen. So anyway, guys, so let's discuss some of the main fixtures for this week. And for the opening one, let's start with Liverpool-Arsenal. Champions have gotten off to a great start. And I don't think there's much to complain about them with how they're showing great signs of retaining the Premier League. So, Nourishan and Sashak. Where do you break down this game and what are the talking points of this game so far?
2: Well, uh, I would like to start off by saying that uh, Liverpool look really hungry. They don't seem to be hungover from uh, like uh, last year's campaign. Uh, of course, uh, post-restart, they were sort of sloppy here and there. Maybe that's because they already had the title wrapped up. But this year, it's like, it's like a new year. It's a clean slate. It's a new start. And they look very, very, very hungry. Uh, Going into the game as an Arsenal fan, I was optimistic. I was hopeful that we get one point. Because uh, any team that's going to be facing Liverpool at Anfield will have to have a near-perfect performance. And Arsenal did not have that performance. Yes, we did have our moments during the game. Like like Lacazette, even though one one was offside and the other one was a clear-cut chance. We did have our moments. But apart from that, Liverpool were all over us. I just, I I mean, it was a game of fine margins, you know, like, uh, the, the game was 2-1 when, like I said, had the chance if he had scored, it would have been 2-2. It could have ended up as being 2-2 or we could have, or Liverpool would have like, uh, Liverpool could have ended up losing, chasing the game. But then again, it was a game of fine margins. I just hope that we can put this as Arsenal, the team, the Arsenal team can put this behind and keep moving forward.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I think this, this was a big test for Liverpool. Um, because Arsenal uh, would be the informed team right now. Also, Liverpool and Arsenal are the only two teams uh, on the top in the top six apart from who uh, did not uh, have any European competition uh, after the end of the Premier League season. So, I think Liverpool, and Arsenal. That's why they've looked really good because they've had the rest and they, even though they had players going to the international break, they still have uh, players rested a little more. So, I think Liverpool was really. See, very hard to accept, but Liverpool were really good. I don't know. I think they're going to win the title this year because. But other,
1: Sashank, is, what does that come down to? Why has Liverpool suddenly looked so good against Arsenal this week?
3: No, I, I, look suddenly good. It's just that it's a, the last two years at Anfield be, they've been performing like this only. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah and Anfield is good. Yeah, that way it is good. But the surprise is that you know I thought because Arsenal were in a good form, uh, Arteta you know stopped stopped them already. Twice, but the one that matters more is the community shield. Mm-hmm. And this time, Anfield is a different challenge. And I think after the match, Arteta was mentioning that mm-hmm. how tough it is to play against Liverpool. That they did try to beat the press, but it was tough. What do you guys think? Yeah. What are your thoughts about this?
0: Like we all know how, especially against a team like Liverpool, Arsenal is going to play from the back, right? It's absolutely so. Everybody knows the tactics spot on, and. Yeah. Of course, end of the season last year and as well as early this beginning of this year, Arsenal were able to pull that off in different ways. And I feel like Klopp got it spot on and people who were especially in terms of the formation and especially I mean nothing notes no big changes in there, but the fact that how tactically each player was doable and also to the fact that complete man to man marking, making sure that there are no long balls played out from the back. And I feel like Liverpool are a team to watch this season, no matter what. Like I know, it's it's the top talk, talking point, but like Liverpool are definitely the team to watch.
2: Yeah, actually, like the thing is, Klopp set his team up to beat uh, to ensure that they do not, but like Arsenal do not pass it from the back, and yeah. because of that, the first half we we do not have like Arsenal did not have the midfielders to actually beat the press, and this game actually highlighted the dif- the difference in quality between the two teams, and it also highlighted. Why Arsenal need central midfielders, Someone who can actually beat that press. Because the second half, when we were a bit more positive, we actually had a better performance in the first half. First half, we were just drowned yeah. They yeah, were yeah, yeah. over us. And the
3: way Sebeos, when he came into the game in the second half, the way he changed the game. Exactly. Just, just imagine if they had… And Arteta and is playing El Neni. Come on, you can't play El Neni. <laughs> The thing is, that's the person that we
2: have, right? So, like I was looking at this game and that's when I realised, like earlier uh, Gautam had said that uh, Arsenal needs someone like Partey. And when I was looking at this game, that's when I realised, okay, fine, we need Partey because he's someone who can actually break that press and he'll progress the ball upwards. And once you progress the ball upwards, you're creating chances, you have different people who can create chances. But we were not able to break the press. And the sec- the entire first half was like, uh, attack was a defence training session. That's how it was. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but to sum up that, I think like you said, Nurishan, if you always manage to throw the ball into the opponent's penalty box, there's always a chance. You need to do that. So, having said that, personally, I hate Klopp and the cop. I hope they don't succeed like last season. And let's hope that we have a good season going
3: forward. No no hope they are winning it. Just suspend all hope right away.
1: (laughs) It was nice having you on the episode. I think you'll be thrown away from next week. So, just stay calm. (laughs) Anyway, guys. So. Uh, Moving on to the next game, Uh, Man City versus Leicester. It was a very, very, very good game from being a neutral fan. It was a game of good quality. Also, I wouldn't say it was very, very poor from City. Yes, they had problems at the back, but even they had a little bit of contribution. They did have their game going through, but there was no flow. And Leicester managed to get the result. So, the first question that I'd like to ask you guys over here regarding this game is... Do you think City still have problems at the back, which is going to go on into the season? once the fixtures come up and once more quality of opponents are going to start showing up or was this a one-off result
0: bro i would like to start by saying how did you say that you are a neutral <laughs> fan bro <laughs> I, I you're I, I a say united fan, <laughs> fan. I mean, so that doesn't mean fans. you're a neutral <laughs> fan for us <laughs> I mean exactly. So we, when when there are games with City and Liverpool, I feel like United fans are the first one to jump. And right now, I feel like Sashank is on the technically on the neutral side in terms of Liverpool. But yes, talking about the yeah, talking about the City game, guys. We all know like City still has never-ending defensive problems. The people that they have signed, like you know last year Eric Garcia, now Nathan Aké, they are not world-class defenders. And the and the people who are actually come back from injuries, for example, Mendy, right? Mendy's never been the same ever since his first injury. He was top flight, played 12 games, 12 games in a row. He was absolutely one of the best left backs in Premier League. You guys, and I feel this all comes down to my favorite dialogue that I've been hearing since end of last season from Lampard. Comes down to individual mistakes. You cannot concede three penalties in a game, no matter what. No matter, especially being a world-class team, being a Champions League contender, being a Premier League contender, you cannot. In any way concede three penalties. Okay. It just comes down to that. If you if you break down break down those three penalties, it comes down to three two. There is still a chance for them to at least get a point out of that game. I mean, sorry, two two.
3: Correct, correct. I understand, yeah. but also this was one of those games where, like, City failed to you know be dominant attacking wise because usually the games they drop points, mm-hmm. they play well in attacking, and then they make the mistakes defensively. But this time they couldn't create chances. What they did was they put in that. Rory DeLapp's son, (laughs) to play striker. Uh, And then Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) De Bruyne and uh, Kyle Walker, they started crossing the ball. The new guy, Ferran Torres, he was coming and he was just crossing the ball to this guy. Mm -hmm. Pep playing, crossing football in terms of like, he didn't have a clue, attacking-wise. Because Rodgers set up with five plus four, almost nine people at the back. So, he couldn't do anything. And Leicester are not this usual team. who Just like, for example, like a Newcastle who would sit back and not do anything throughout the game. As soon as they win the ball, they know how to break with Wadi, right? So, and they
0: have Absolutely, but, but Sashank, you have to talk. But Sashank, sorry interrupt, but you have to talk about two players. I feel like three players actually. Okay, guys, excuses,
1: apologies. Uh, Gautam has disconnected for some reason, and yeah, Sashank, what were you saying? So, what did you think of Brendan setting up his team to play on the counter and going against his natural style of play?
3: Exactly. That was something that uh, Brendan himself mentioned in his interview where he said usually he plays a little more attacking and his team tries to dominate with the ball. But this time purposely, I think they sat back, they saw these games where Arsenal won uh, in the FA Cup, were playing this kind of tactic and I think they're following it well. United play this way against them. So a lot of teams do this. Liverpool are the only team who go head to head against City and can win. The other teams, it's very tough to do that. And Rautam, you're going to mention two players. I think your are is back. Who are the players you're mentioning?
0: Yeah, okay. yeah. So, it was basically... I wanted to talk about three actually. Mm. Uh, Harvey Barnes and James Madison, bro. What a talent.
2: Yeah.
0: What a talent, bro. Like, Madison coming back from an injury like that and scoring that kind of a goal. Like, I... Yeah, and against it. a top club like that. That's unbelievable. Bro. Also, like I feel like he has all the potential to be better.
3: Yeah, and Telemans and Mendy, the two of them, they were also really good at that game. They dominated Rodri and... Fernandinho, Fernandinho was subtoke like the 50th minute for like Delap's son. Uh, and this was the moment, just uh, on a lighter note, this was the moment I realized that Rory we were watching Rory Dilap's son play Premier League. That's how old we were oh, yeah. <laughs> we watching Rory Dilap's long throws and we were watching his son playing in Premier League. So
0: that, that throw and hit me. That throw and hit me right in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> but that's
3: that's cold one, one, night, one
0: of the key uh,
1: what, what do you say? It was one of the Points or whatever one of the tactics that Stoke used to succeed at one point for that whole Premier League season, right? Yeah, and we're going to see another tactic like that again. Do you guys remember any other tactic that stood out like that in the last few years?
0: It's tough, the uh, thought uh, Mourinho's ball boy situation, maybe.
3: No, but this one was very good and teams used to kick out the ball to the corner instead of to the throw line, fearing the left. That's how scary they were. Exactly,
0: exactly. <laughs> or, maybe, or maybe Eric Dyer's uh, restroom break today was a tactical break. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh,
1: okay, guys. Anyway, I think so. We've done a little bit of discussion of the City-Lester game. But I don't think we discussed much about the game and we spoke well about yeah, the
3: players. Just summing it, summing it up, uh, uh, VK, I think... It's going to be a very very tough season ahead, and I think Jamie Carragher mentioned in his analysis uh, that Ruben Diaz is going to be that make or break signing. Correct. If he succeeds, City are going to probably win the title. But looking at Liverpool, I'm highly highly hopeful that City is going to, win, you know, win the title this season.
1: Only time is going to tell, and I don't. I know that we don't need to wait till the end of the season by Christmas. We're all going to know how it's going to pan out, and let's just I hope that we, that we have a good title. <laughs> Ending season, I don't want it to end in December, and I'm sure nobody wants so. Anyway, that being said, so.
3: it'll, it'll end in November, don't
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Anyway, so moving on, uh, so let's uh, discuss about the most controversial game or most happening game with most drama. Everything, Brighton United, <laughs> okay, guys. Let's okay. We all know Brighton played, Brighton was the better team, they played proper football, they were set up, they had the right tactics. They came in with a game plan, Ole got it completely wrong with the setup of the first team. And this is not the first time and we don't know how long it's going to be before Ole changes his mind. But, how good were Brighton? And do you think Brighton can keep up this, at least for their home games going forward?
2: I actually want to start off by saying Brighton weren't exceptional. It was just that United's front three were (laughs) absolute. The reason why Solly March had so many shots towards goal was because Greenwood was not tracking him at all. Mm-hmm. There was one point in the game I still remember. There was like several instances, but I want to highlight one point. <laughs> Alzate had, he was facing Ryan. He received the ball, he turned, and he played a pass to Conley. Or he did all of this while Greenwood was like five meters or like a short distance away from him. any player any player would know okay i will at least have to close him down i'm not going to go to win the ball at least close him down so i don't ha- i don't give them that passing opportunity but greenwood did not do that you got to understand that if you're going to defense if you're going to defend the entire team has to defend your defense starts from the front line and if your front line is not going to do any sort of uh, defending you're putting a lot of pressure on the back four and the holding midfielders and that was the case against brighton that's why they had so much joy Behind uh, uh, Van Basaka because Greenwood wasn't tracking the winger or that left back, mm. and that's why they had so much joy. Uh, even the second goal, I think, for Brighton was it went over all the defenders and went into that empty space behind the entire back yes, four. four where they but that, that goal was you. coming. Da. That cross and into the back post was almost exactly. Right. exactly. So, so what I'm saying, yeah, but what I'm saying is this: this this wasn't one instant. It's been happening throughout the game. And Oleganu should have said, "Okay, fine, you." will have to track that left back, or you will have to do this to do that, so that they nullify that threat. 90 minutes, nothing happened. He was just sitting on a seat and looking into that uh, monitor at the side. Like, you know how irritating that would be. Like, you're just mm-hmm. looking at it and you're like, mm. and And the only time he celebrated was the goal, which shouldn't have happened. <laughs> somehow.
0: Somehow, <laughs> I don't know what.
3: Why shouldn't have?
0: Nirushan, Nirushan th- thank you so much for the actual football oh analysis. But let's get into United side of. Yeah. <laughs> let's get into the real, real point table analysis. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel there are two people who are the most luckiest managers. Right now, I would say number one is Frank Lampard, and number two is Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. These two guys are just just because they are club legends. I will have to agree. They are just riding, paddling the boat, thinking it's a. They think it's a kayak, but at the end of the day, it's an actual boat or a ship. You could call it. <laughs> They're trying to paddle a ship with like two rowboats. Calling it one is Mason Mount, Abraham, and these guys are like Greenwood and whoever he is. I don't know. <laughs> but. In reality, that goal should have never stood. I've never seen something like this wait, in my wait, life. Why? And why, why should should the goal that fair. fair goal. Yeah. Why should they, that goal
2: not? They. The whistle was out. Uh, yeah. That whistle. The, it was after the final whistle. This broke. was more like a basketball, you know, like basketball of like even when you take the throw and after but the whistle is blown, then, uh, it goes in. You know, it's still counted, right, or something true. like that. Because I thought the whistle was final. They always say the whistle. Right, that means once the whistle is done, you stop. But, so, but no, it's,
3: it's
2: are right. you are allowed to have a look at it, and that's the reason VAR is there. So it's
1: not something that so was done before. Like he blew the and,
3: middle of the game.
1: Yeah, so he blew the whistle, ah. the game is over. But there was a point which had to be seen, so it was looked at. So are you guys no. disputing that now, though, if the whistle is blown and if there was a fair penalty to be given or a fair decision, you're saying we should not go
2: back into the decision? Yeah. Bro, the, how many times oh, hey, referees have been have given out red cards to people? And when they review it, they'll be like, no, 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 this is not a red card offence. And what do they do? What can you okay, do? And, al- yeah, and also
0: because of the fact... Wait, didn't Leicester score at the last minute? Technically, they scored at the last kick of the goal in terms of... If you're looking at the time. Sorry, not Leicester. Brighton.
3: Brighton scored. Yeah, yeah, that's what. Okay, so criticism yeah. is about the added time, I'll understand. But yeah. your criticism can't be about the handball. handball. That <laughs> was not for whistles.
2: We are talking about the chain of events after that handball. See, handball, yes, we agree that it was a handball. It, sh- it should have stood. So All it right. Was
3: handball, a handball, but not a penalty. Uh-huh.
2: No, no, okay. Yeah. One second, one second. But the one thing is, see, one second, one second. what came first? What came first? His decision to end, end the game came first before the penalty. If the penalty was before the decision to end the, end the game, fine, well and good. It was. It should have stood, nerish, take the penalty. Nerish, nerish, but the decision to end the game came first, and that's what we are talking about. The decision to end the game, something that had to happen, he did it.
1: But why is there to review a decision which is wrong again, or something that has been missed out? And I think okay. fair and right. Yes, yeah, Ashank, you want to say something? Yeah,
3: sorry. No, go
1: ahead, go, ahead. Yeah, so go ahead. I'll give you one small thing. Da. Let's see. For example, just because the final whistle is blown, that doesn't mean you can start having it as a rugby game later and start fighting. The red cards are going to be dished out. Things are going to happen. Aftermath after it. Results are going to be shown. Things are going to happen and whatever happened was a gameplay that was happening so it is fair to take it into point i don't
0: know why you're saying it's not allowed yeah. to take it into
3: point okay, yeah no, bro but the then. problem the problem you is even, the problem for neutral
0: fans is it happens only for united
3: no wait one second. which came first the referee's whistle come first or the handball come, came first
2: the handball did yeah, come no, no. Right. correct 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 I the, handball happened the, the basic basic of football is you play to the whistle there have been instances where there is an actual handball, but the referee does not blow for it. All right. The ref- so, what you do is the game carries on. You don't stop and you're like, no, 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 you don't wave your hand. Like, you're hoping the referee blows for it. Okay. What came first? The decision to
3: blow to end the game. I'm going to kill you. You've answered it five times, so you've answered it. You don't want to answer it. Really because if you oh,
2: say different. that that it was not okay. a handball. That <laughs> handball
0: should be. End of the day. Yes. See, end hand... of the day. Yeah. I mean, how it's like? It's like basically, like I take a penalty kick and then the whistle comes. So, which came first? I scored the penalty, or if the whistle came first? (laughs) Same thing, right? It's the same story. Okay, okay, guys. So, if it's a penalty kick,
1: okay, boys, boys, okay. We can have this argument a little more, but let's just hold on. But anyway. Sorry, viewers. Uh, There's a little heated thing. More of this. <laughs> Shashank. Shashank, come up prevent chat Yes. So one small thing, please. <laughs> so having said all that, and to sum up this game, the Woodwork and Greenwood have done more than Woodward for the club at the moment, and we have made our two key signings for the season. Our twelfth man is Var, and our thirteenth is uh, the Woodwork because the Woodwork is not going to be there all the time, but Var is going to go on for the whole season, and I think it's going to be. A key point for all games going forward, but more for United if such things happen throughout the game.
0: That is that is why his name itself is Woodward, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Okay,
1: fine. Anyway, guys. So moving on, the last fixture, which is me having to discuss this because of something that has happened and which we did not expect. Chelsea going out, making so many signings. We thought they should be contending for the title. They might be still early to say. But in terms of the West Brom-Chelsea game, Chelsea have not had a result in three game weeks now. uh, Or three games, Gautam. And there's a lot of problems at the back. You've played three different keepers. Yes, there has not been many blunders. But can a manager afford to keep changing his keepers so often? And what is the situation at the back? And how do you think it should
0: be addressed, guys? For me, to being a Chelsea fan and looking at it from a football perspective, of course, I don't want to say, okay, you know, Chelsea—they're doing better; they're going to improve. Yeah, of course, everybody knows that all top four clubs—they that their goal is to improve. Mm-hmm. My only thing is, he needs to identify his starting eleven. Okay. We've had enough of him trying to play these chess pieces since last year, trying to figure out who is going to be part of a starting eleven. So. That is the. I feel like that is key for Chelsea to succeed because of the number of signings that they've made. He needs to be able to establish that let's go ahead and make sure that we have 11 people who are actually first-team players for the club. So the last game, even the game against West Brom, we came back 3-3. Great, good job. We lost three goals because of stupid individual mistakes. But we came back and the three goals that were scored by was none was not scored by any of the signings was actually scored by the homegrown youth players, exactly. all three girls. So, he needs to actually identify how to get this perfect mixture and who is actually part of his starting line. I feel that's the way I mm. see it.
2: Yeah, true, true. I actually want to add to that as well. I think uh, moving forwards, managers need to have uh, more of a stable team. They just cannot keep cutting and chopping and changing because it changes the entire dynamic. Uh, that's something even City also facing at the back because they keep changing the centre-back pairing. That people do not... like. Like it's all about creating being on the same wavelength, right? When you're take playing a team game like football, you, everybody needs to be on the same wavelength. You don't need superstars. You need people who are all on the same wavelength. And when you keep cutting and chopping, you're not gonna have a set team. I understand injuries happen and then you have to put in, but unless unless circumstances dictate that you need a player, you don't change. Why why do you change? Like Keppa, he's a good exactly. He's a good goalkeeper. <laughs> 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 no, no, <laughs> bro, I will
0: I will leave the no, I will no. leave the video session now, bro. Please
2: listen, <laughs> listen, no, listen. Kepa, Kepa has issues with shots or uh, shot stopping, but he's a very commanding keeper. He's come he's a commanding keeper in comparison to other keepers in the Premier League. He commands his box. He commands what defenders need to. Of course, the shots come to him. He f- uh, fluffs his lines. There have been instances where even Degia De- De has fluffed his lines. But look at him. I'm, I'm telling
3: you. See, the thing is, right now it's more Deha, of a confidence thing. Maybe if sorry, Deha was a best keeper in the Premier League for five years, and then he's failing now. In a row, yeah, he hasn't yeah. done anything now, till now. Yeah, so, so maybe good, it's it's the- bro, effort.
0: bro, 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 very simple, bro. At the end of the day, no matter how much we say, oh, I like this football player, I like that football player, stats matter, bro. Ah, that's true. He's conceded. That's true. I don't know that the percentage. I don't. I'm not able to recall. He's conceded the most number of goals for a goalkeeper for Chelsea. Exactly. So and also, any no stats actually favor him in terms of a goalkeeper. True. No, he's conceded
1: most number of goals for Chelsea
0: per season. Is that what you meant or throughout? No 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 like uh, he's the he's the goalkeeper who's conceded the most number of goals in one season uh, or that was there. like a a for so many yeah. years dude,
3: obviously dude, he would dude, dude his save ratio is the lowest in the league compared ah, to all okay. the premier league keepers so yeah. he's certainly not better than many premier league keepers he's not here. no 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 uh, you're, you're focusing on
2: one aspect yeah, only on one aspect of the game which is his saves i'm talking dude, about like him commanding like the,
3: the box do you concede goals if you don't do Sorry, you don't go- yeah already <laughs> conceded goals that's what that's the yeah, move. but then
2: you will have to look at him with the front, uh, the defense in front of him right the defense is also ragged i agree with that think
3: the right
2: way to say that is he might be a good keeper but he's not done
1: enough to say that i am world class or i deserve respect or i can hold on to this position and i can yeah.
0: do
2: could be. i
1: can the one who can get chelsea out when they
0: needed a game so i think that's that's absolutely, absolutely. And, and and just like how nirushan just like how Nurushin said, in terms of whole city changing the pairing, right? If you guys actually look at the last three Chelsea games, Chelsea was also played the puzzle. Thiago Silva, Christensen, Zuma, Christensen, Zuma, uh, Tomori. So it's like they're they're yeah. doing that shuffle too. So oh. they need to be able to establish my starting level and go forward from there.
3: Hmm. I agree. Also, that Nurushin mentioned a good point where it's not only that his um, Kepa is not doing the job; he's facing a lot of shots. Because of the defence and the midfield. Exactly. So I agree, yeah. Correct. Okay, but okay. Still
2: not a good Hilala, I mean see, <laughs> I I see I if if for me I think it's much of it's something to do with his confidence. I like it's I think it's a psychological thing, but I do not doubt his talent because if he if he wasn't talented, I don't think he would have been like at this level. Mm. Okay. Like in the sense like
3: breaking out playing Chelsea, football professionally. But Chelsea panicked and bottom because Kotoa did not attend training. And then they didn't have yeah, any. Open yeah, options, yeah. So they directly went in. You know, 71 million release clause. He's not better than Allison or anybody. So. Correct,
1: correct. Among the top club keepers, he's going to be the lowest rated keeper. But
2: I just want yeah, to, I would take Ramsdale, bro. I <laughs> just want to. I just want to ask one thing. Is he under so much scrutiny because he's worth 70 million? If he was worth that 20 million, the but would your price tag okay. is the
3: problem. Dude, that's the same issue with Potbar, right? VK. Uh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, the
1: Pogba thing has a thing. It, it, yeah, they're almost the same in ways. But for Kepa, yeah. the thing is, dude, it was the, the circumstances in which he was brought in, the a price tag. What was expected of him and how everything has unraveled. That is what has taken it off thing. Otherwise, he was decent there. That, that was the reason why he was given that price, hoping that he would develop. Like how De was so poor for three, four years when with the balls in the air and suddenly he developed. None of us expected that. Only Sir Alex was the one who believed him. Not any United fan believed him in at that time. But anyway, man, it's a matter of time. Bro,
0: but... You are right. But the thing is, one thing i just like to add is that in terms of transfer fee, right? Transfer fee specifically, I believe that yes, it does add pressure. But at the same time, it actually brings out the cream of the class. Mm. Like Ronaldo signings, like Bale signings. Those people, like you know those people, you know, they can get to that extra mm. level. So, I feel like it is a two-way street when it comes to the pressure no. and in terms of the stands for no.
1: Okay. Having said that, I think we will get to know about that and everything going forward. We'll have a little more discussion on Kepa. I think let's have an episode on Kepa because I've never seen the four of us so <laughs> opinionated and ready to say things. But I just wanted to mention one thing. I forgot to do it uh, at that time. Uh, you said that you cannot keep changing your squad, your players and every your starting eleven. But I think this is a time Frank Lampard can and he should do it because he doesn't know what a starting eleven is. He's got more than 23 people in the squad. He doesn't even know what his squad should be. And apart from the Liverpool game, these are the fixtures. He can do it. But I think he underestimated West Brom a little too much maybe on that aspect. But it's okay. It's something that you can get away with by the end of the season. And Let's just hope that Chelsea can work out what their squad is, what their first eleven is. And get better results for them going forward. Anyway, guys, having said that, thank you so much for your views on the game week and the key game so far. I think let's make this more of an interactive session and have this as what we're going to do going forward. And before because
3: we… We started fighting with each
1: other. <laughs> it's, okay, it's okay. As long as we get our opinions out and we learn a little more of the game and more about what the tactics were of players and the managers and everything. It's good, right? That's what we're here to do. Anyway, guys, with that we're going to end the segment of the game week and let's move on to Fergie time. This has been a point of discussion more than the Fantasy Premier League at times, and let's get Fantasy back in soon. But anyway, let's just highlight what's happened from last week.
3: And VK, would you like to talk yes. about your wild card?
1: <laughs> uh, yes, the <laughs> wild card has been very effective. Thank you for the thirty points, bloody idiots. Yes. <laughs> No no fantasy. I'll vent more about fantasy than Woodward at the moment. So, let's just stay away from that. (laughs) So, yeah, guys. Coming back to Fergie time. So, so far the scoreboard reads five points to me. Nourishan at zero. Gautam at one. And Sashank has one point. So, guys, going back to the predictions from last week. Liverpool versus Arsenal. Sashank, you called the result, right? And you even got the result. 3-1 to Liverpool. But we all know where you stole that from. So, that's okay. Nautam, you predicted City to beat Leicester 2-0.
0: Huge turnaround. That score line. there was two goals but they considered five bro what <laughs> i'll
3: <love. laughs> do one half of the scoreline, bro.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. do i get do i
1: get half the points no, sorry bro. <laughs> you can just get the you see you don't even get a scoreline. line the result was also
0: not there for you so no point. For, nah, for this i should have bet i should have used bet 365 bro. <laughs> at least they would have given me points for that and uh, then we had uh,
1: wahab the guest uh, cho- choosing brighton to beat united 2 nil Again, a cocky guy with a bold result. Didn't work out. I'm glad that happened. And the final one was…
0: He got half of the score also.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: then uh, I chose uh, Everton to get the result versus Crystal Palace 3-1. But it was a 2-1 to Everton. It's okay. I got the result right, but not the score line. Right. So, that was that. And I think it was a good… I, I don't know what is the right word to say, but I think everybody is getting a little bit of the results, right? We're getting a little bit of things right. We just need to get the score line right going
0: forward. It's just pure. Uh, it. Except, except Virushin, because we didn't even ask him last week, so he's still at <laughs> zero <laughs> points. <laughs> actually, actually,
3: actually... A, <laughs> he's like he's like one of those he's just guys... Open. A,
0: <laughs> he's like one of those guys who start uh, fantasy Premier League two
2: weeks later. <laughs> there's, there's actually an error. Uh, like in Game Week 2, I predicted uh, a City beating Wolves. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, so that was like a late, late pick-off. But then I predicted City to beat Wolves. So, I still I have one point. I've opened. I've started. No. No wait. No wait. I've started. Okay, okay. So, anyway, guys, uh,
1: before we close up, I want your predictions for the uh, upcoming game week. Nourishan, we're going to go with you first. Who do you pick to be the winner or what is your scoreline for United versus Perth? Where does uh, your loyalty lie?
2: My my heart say, my heart wants uh, Mourinho, Whereas yeah. in my head I am going to go for uh, United win. Uh, United will win two one.
1: Two one. Okay, let's see how that goes. Gautam, You're considering
3: only one goal, Nirushan. <laughs> United
1: Sorry? considering only one
3: goal.
1: Yeah. Sashank, why do you have to do that to us? <laughs> Hold <on>. up. <laughs> yeah, Gautam. So the second one fixtures for
0: you. Leeds versus City. Bro, this is the <laughs> toughest fixture of the weekend, bro, to be yeah. honest. <laughs> um, I think it will be 2-1 City, bro. 2-1. I mean, Leeds are really great, but at the same time, I feel like Pep would want to yeah.
3: bounce back from a defeat.
0: 100%. Yeah, I think, okay.
3: okay. City, City rarely yeah. lose back-to-back. Okay.
1: okay, but it's going to be a one of, Or let's see, it could happen again. but We'll find mm-hmm. out. Sashank, important and again, tricky one for you. Everton versus Brighton.
3: This is Everton home, right?
1: Yeah, Everton's home. Mm-hmm.
3: King mm-hmm. To Mr. Carlo, but actually, Brighton are playing well. But I think Everton have a good midfield right now to you know contain them, so I think I'll go with Everton. Um, let me say 2 1 to Everton. Oh my god, Richarlison Rich- Rich- go. <laughs> Rich- <laughs> is in captain. Richard is captain. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly so, wait, <laughs> yeah.
0: So, yeah. VK, bro, what do you think about? the chelsea crystal palace game please do the same prediction like last time so that i hope they'll get points least you get predictions right
1: 3-1 scoreline has been lucky and i think it is a possible result right 3-1 is not uh, impossible result. it is thing because crystal palace are going to score so that's going to be there and thing but i want to keep the trend going so just for that sake i'm going to say it's going to be a
3: 2-1 <laughs> so all of us get no, two <laughs> so all of us are getting zero points now <laughs>
0: Okay, guys. Hey, that will be like zero wins in four, bro, for Lampard. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you, got
3: one, you guys um, got
0: the opening yeah. one, right? right yeah. Hey, that is… Before, I'm yeah, talking yeah. including the cup yeah, games okay, also. Okay.
1: Yeah. okay, guys. Anyway, with that, uh, let's wind up for Fergie time. Uh, we've got our predictions in. Let's see where the results are uh, when we have the next uh, podcast out. And before we end it, guys, thank you so much. It's been a great week. Uh, The football has been good, we have been great here. It's good to see you all and I hope we can keep getting more of this going forward. And thank you everyone for watching. If you do like the channel and if you'd like to support us, please like the video, subscribe to our channel and we'll see you all soon. Bye boys.
2: Bye.